0: Digital is the future, and we are that future. Touch HD.
1: Well, guys, hi. This week, I am excited. I've got some really, really nice little interviews lined up. It's a beautiful morning, Thursday morning, and I'm in my recording studio looking out over the skyline of Santon. It's gorgeous. It's autumn. Perfect temperature. And on the line with me is Takwan Fananam. Tux, how are you? i'm doing extremely well thanks Gary. where did i find you in your cellar
0: um no uh, believe it or not i just uh, came to a a spot uh, but i've got a glass of the uh arnhem family reserve so yeah i'm pretty close to <laughs> the real mccoy Mag- real i just moved the
1: bottle i wish i had a glass of the arnhem reserve chardonnay that i tasted with you the other day which is why i'm phoning you well yes, that, the, that and a couple the, of other things
0: Oh, well, that, that, um, you give me talking about the Dymphora Chardonnay that we tasted from the old collection. Uh, that's an absolute beauty.
1: It is a beauty. But before we go any further, I've just remembered that I haven't told the listeners who you are. So, there isn't a single person in South Africa that hasn't tasted Haute Cabret Chardonnay Pinot Noir. I know that I'm correct when I say that. The guy that I'm speaking to is the son of the genius who actually started that brand, Achim Fananem. And not by any stretch that he needs to fill those shoes because he's got big enough ones of his own. Takwan has taken over the running and making and doing and what have you. He is Haute Cabrier at this stage of the game. So everybody needs to know him. And he doesn't only make Chardonnay Pinot Noir. He makes a lot more besides. So now you can take over.
0: (laughs) Thanks for an amazing introduction. And I tell you, going back to the shoes, uh, I must admit in in the beginning it was quite daunting. But... You know the, the the philosophy that I was taught about wine growing and focusing just on two amazing cultivars like Chardonnay and Pinot has really given me like a really fantastic foundation that I can work on. Yes, and uh, I just love it. I really love it, and I, I love sharing our wine. But so you've done an, an
1: amazing job. You know, sometimes it's difficult to take over for a char- from a character that is as huge as your father is. Um, and he really has made a massive stamp on the South African wine industry. So that is a big, big, big job. And a big, I mean, it's a bit like Tabu and Becky trying to fill Nelson Mandela's shoes, really. And you're doing an unbelievable job of it. So you did pop up to see me. Was it this week or last week?
0: No, it was last week. Mm-hmm. Time flies. In fact, it was last week this time that we were actually chatting about it
1: and drinking. And we were, tasting, yep, we were tasting that completely and utterly delicious Chardonnay, which is not for everybody because there's so little of it. So you have to be quick and you have to be crafty and you have to speak to me very soon because Takwan gave me just a few bottles to sell. Tell the listeners about it, Tax.
0: Well, um, I came back in 2004 after spending time in Europe, um, learning and enjoying and drinking wine and came back and realized my father needed a bit of a tight team or a bit of a you know, break because all of the energy had put in. Mm. And I walked through our whole range, which was an absolute honor and pleasure to do. And then I realized there was something missing. Um, maybe it was on purpose or by mistake, but we didn't have a classical Chardonnay that had matured in French oak. You didn't, hey. um And maybe that's what everyone was producing chardonnays. And he was really going on his own uh, journey and creating beautiful wines and i uh, thought so it was a perfect opportunity to create something really special uh, and that was the ought or collection chardonnay um, nice. and it comes from a, a single vineyard that he actually planted in 83 so it's quite amazing it's a beautiful history to it it was the first it's the block number one it was planted in 83 and it's kind of just waiting there because yes. you know, it's easy, as it said, to try and dive into someone's footsteps and do mm-hmm. everything they do. And I mean, trust me, creating Charnet Pinot Noir and keeping that alive is difficult enough. wracking mm. um, However, I, I found this as a perfect opportunity to also just prove that I'd listen. So, um, You know what I'll it does? It, his-
1: it just, when I tasted it the other day, it just... It is an expression of you, which is so gorgeous. And it is so serendipitous, really, that your father had planted that block. And it's almost as if he planted it just for you and never did anything with it because he was waiting just for you to do exactly what you've done.
0: Exactly. Take that opportunity and just take it to Mm. a new height. Mm. So it's a beautiful block. Planted in 83, only 0.5 of a hectare. That's why there's such a little of it. Mm. And the wine you tasted, Kerry, was... I um, need one of 500 bottles, are, uh, mainly because we're also working with amphora here. Yes. Uh, and I wanted to see how long I could mature amphora. For those of you who don't know what amphoras are, they're lovely big terracotta pots where you ferment wines in. And I, I, my feeling is if you're working with oak, you've got an expression of smooth tannins. It allows you to enjoy the wines. when um, with uh, these amazing terracotta pots, It kind of connects to terroir and minerality,
1: and does go straight back to earth. Beautiful expression. Mm, mm. And you can taste the minerality in that wine. You put it in your mouth. it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, we were chatting last week, and I just said, as I get older, I love the texture and the mouthfeel of wine almost more than I love the aromatics and the flavour. And the texture and mouthfeel of that wine is perfect. It's clean. It's clean as a whistle. It's bright. It's light. It's linear. It's 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 mineral. It's all the things that Chardonnay should be. And then just when you think there couldn't be anything more, there's a big burst of citrus in your mouth. It is extraordinary wine.
0: Well, I loved sharing it with you. You know, initially, uh, you know, it was, it was in the back of the car. We are going to go and do a tasting afterwards. And, uh, you know, there's always such a pleasure seeing that no, We have to taste this. And after you took that sip, because it's not really – as I said, we've only got 500 bottles from the farm. Mm. Uh, it was to be kept very tight, very close to us. But uh, just seeing your eyes like light up after Ooh. you had a sip, um, that's why I've been able to convince myself <laughs> and others. I said, you guys have to have a, at least 150 bottles. No, I have
1: to. Thank you. So you enjoy you. Up there. You promised me that, and you're not allowed to renege on that, because I know that after this, yeah. at least 150 people are going to phone me and say, Carrie, I want a bottle of that, because it is. The best shot now I've tasted. In fact, yours... And the Chardonnay from Restless River are the best Chardonnays that I've tasted in the last 12 months out of South Africa.
0: Well, I'm delighted to hear that. Mm. Um, Bear in mind that's also the Chardonnay itself, I'm just using the opportunity to express it, it is extremely tight. I've heard a new expression the other day, it's tighter than the inside of a golf ball. So you have (laughs) to really give this wine time to, but the beauty in the same breath, is that I love creating wines that talk to you. Mm. It's not like you take a sip and it's like someone jumping into a room, the lights go on and he tries to play a bass guitar. This <laughs> is like a relationship wine. This is a wine that slowly just gives off a little bit of secrets. And that's what all is about sharing sharing life and cities and oh, all secrets. And I mean, I produced that behind his back. I didn't even mention it to him. Didn't you? He didn't I'm... speak to me for a month, but then he got over <laughs> it and over himself. Did he taste I it? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: What did he say when he tasted it? No, no. He he really he really enjoys it. It's gorgeous. He just loves the constraint of it, and as I say, the wine that talks to you mm-hmm. and opens up. No, there's such a cultural history behind wine as well, yep. and that's what we've really done so well, and also have strived for is actually, you know, creating amazing wines. Um, they don't have to be amazing showstoppers. They have to prove themselves. They have to work hard in the market, and I think that's what's all about old Cabernet wines, uh, They're word-of-mouth wines, you know, secret wines. It's like, remember the old days when you heard a song on the radio and it was cool and you kept it just in a little group and you (laughs) told your friends, don't let let anyone listen to it. Yeah. It's one of those secret little wines that just by word-of-mouth, you'll be very fortunate. It's almost like winning a lottery ticket. I know. someone like, on hey, Have you tasted that from Old Cabarete yet? <laughs> um,
1: Do you know what's also gorgeous is that you've managed to keep it a little bit under the radar in a world where there are so few secrets left because we live and die and swear by social media platforms. Thank you for joining us on Touch HD.
0: Digital is the future, and we are that future. We are Touch HD.